0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show. All right, it is uh, Monday, September 27th, week four in the NFL. Do you know what that means, Matt? What does that mean, Jerry Callahan? That means Tom Brady's coming to town. Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick. It is Brady week. Happy Brady week. Happy Brady week. And it is one of those weeks, uh, believe it or not, which uh, where I'm glad I'm not on Sports Talk Radio because it's Make Pretend Week. And I'll uh, give you a couple examples. Yeah. Uh, Toucher and Rich, the, uh, the number one rated morning show, which is putting up like huge numbers. I haven't uh, listened lately, but they, have a, they just tweeted out, they have a contest this week. Um, prove, <laughs> they want you to prove to them that you're, quote, New England's number one Brady hater. You oh. have to submit... Videos, a minute-long video proving or making your case that you're the biggest Brady hater. Which, <laughs> what, Ooh, why? Why would someone? Why? Why do you hate Brady? I mean, I understand if you're a Jets fan or Bills fan, whatever. But I um, mean, Tom Brady, a New England Patriot fan, hates. Yeah,
1: was so here uh, for twenty years. Got you a bunch of Super Bowls. Come on, hate. <laughs>
0: sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. Like six. I mean,
0: he, he went to nine Super Bowls. He was, uh, you know, the, the greatest. NFL player ever, the greatest New England.
1: Never got in trouble.
0: Patriot ever, the greatest uh, New England athlete ever. Right, stayed out of trouble. Uh, and one remarkable thing I always mentioned this over the years was he played literally with thousands of teammates, Patriot teammates and coaches. Yeah, not one has ever badmouthed him. Not one. Yeah, that's remarkable. You, you, I mean, you think of superstars, it, it, even um, even off the record, you don't hear them badmouthing him, ripping him, saying Mm -hmm. crazy
1: ones like Ocho Cinco or AB or
0: like exactly, exactly or
1: or coaches. And by the way, true, he
0: was he was kind of a diva. You know, had his own. I don't know if you were. This his own masseuse came with him. They they had a suite in Foxborough. We could go up and get.
1: I, I saw the videos.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so he was kind of a an oddball in many ways, as we know about his diet and everything. Uh, and he still didn't uh, draw the ire of, uh, of of a single teammate in twenty years, which is remarkable. I mean, he was never he was never really you know snippy, nasty to uh, to to us on the radio or, or to the media in general. He was always polite. That he was never uh, rude to like uh, um, producers or call screeners.
1: He didn't uh, play diva like some of the other people you covered. Correct. Yeah.
0: Correct. I mean, I mean, I've interviewed a million uh, Red Sox, and probably half of them were dinks, especially in the old days where it was kind of a organizational thing. If you were a Red Sox player, you had to be like like Jim Rice. <laughs> you had to be an asshole. It was it's just the way it, it the way it was. And Brady never kind of. Uh, reached that point where he was blaming other people and biting people's faces off, even when, you know, had that rare downtime or rare bad season or b- big loss or, you know, Super Bowl loss. He was always, I mean, he always showed up on Monday morning.
1: He could have killed Welter, Welker after that uh, after that Super Bowl, well, and he never did.
0: Could have done it, like, off the record. Yeah. I don't think he ever did anything. I mean, I had a couple of conversations with him off the record, but it wasn't about... Um, You know, bad-mouthing teammates. Uh, Hell, first time, I don't know if I've ever even told this, the first time was uh, an email exchange after he uh, broke up with Bridget Moynihan, who was pregnant, and he was getting ripped for, you know, dumping his pregnant girlfriend. And uh, he explained to me that, you know, it wasn't, that's that's not how it was. He didn't even know she was pregnant, and uh, they broke up. And what was he supposed to do? You know, like, go back to her? They break up. Then she tells him she's pregnant. Was he supposed to like go back to her? He was already he already moved on, and I think everybody in the situ- in the involved has uh, moved on and lived happily ever after.
1: Yeah, it seems to be that they're 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 fine with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and know. she I don't think she really badmouthed him after that that's either. A good, that's a good point. Yeah,
0: she that's a good point. His former girlfriend, the mo- uh, mother of his first child, Jack. Uh, he she has she. I, I mean, I think they get along great. As far as I know, as far as I can tell which is good, but uh, I don't think there's a lot of real Brady hatred out there, but this will be, this is, like I said, make pretend week. That's on uh, 98.5, where people, I, why don't we monitor that? I'd like to hear who the, the winner's going to be. A one-minute video on why you hate Tom Brady? I yeah. mean, other than being jealous because he went somewhere else and won a Super Bowl, or jealous because, you know, your wife is ugly and his isn't, or whatever, or you lost all your hair and he didn't. I understand that. I understand, you know, jealousy is a factor, but I can't imagine he's not going to get a resounding ovation when he takes the field. I don't think I'm, – I'm, some people probably root for him uh, to win, but most people root for the Patriots, and, but they won't be hoping, you know, Brady uh, you know, breaks a leg, anything. I don't think, unless I misread the uh, situation – but on the other station, on the, uh, I think it's 12th place station, that's, that's the first place station, has a how-much-do-you-hate-Tom-Brady contest, which is absurd. But the other station is where they have, uh, uh, in, you know, Patriot Monday. We used to have Brady on. Now the morning show has Belichick, which is a terrible trade. Um, even if you're a Belichick guy, he's, I mean, he's if awful.
1: If you think Tom Brady doesn't say anything. I mean <laughs> Brady, Brady said as
0: much as a patriot could say. You yeah. know, it's like a guarantee— at least before the last I don't know, year or two when he when he kind of shut down because of Trump. Uh, but I guarantee there were times when, when uh, Belichick was like, can't you just, just say to, you know, can't you be as as rude to them as I am? <laughs> can't you treat them the way I do? Belichick treats uh, the media in general and that radio station in particular, you know, like they are, are you know, like, an antagonist, like basically, dog yeah. crap on his shoe. You know, that's yeah. the way he looks at them. That's he doesn't look at them as human beings. He looks at them as just a, an annoying, you know, fly buzzing around his head. And uh, for some reason, the morning show switched from the quarterback. Cause, I guess because they figured Mac Jones was a, was a rookie and not going to say much. But still, he's more interesting than the coach. But I will say this, and I know we have we have some sound from this, and uh, Belichick. I don't want to say he's lying, but he's, uh, he's lying. He, he's lying. Um, you he's lying about this. Well, he, I, 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 I guess I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. I mean, you asked me if I listened, I said no, but you have some cuts. I, do, yeah. I will listen, but he, I'm just going to make it simple for everybody who's going to pretend like, like, uh, this was Brady's decision to leave this, this, this was, um, orchestrated by Bill Belichick and I, and, and everyone knows why he has always got rid of players a year early rather than a year late. He's always got rid of star players. Now granted, no one is as big a star as Tom Brady, but the list is long of people he's, he's gotten rid of, uh, rather than, uh, uh commit to them. And, uh, from sentimental reasons or emotional, He he's, he has nothing, no problem cutting ties, trading, cutting star players or, 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 you know, iconic players. He, he's done it a hundred times, and in this case, Brady left as a free agent. You know why? Tell us. Because they gave him his free agency. They just handed him his free agency. Um, or, I mean, if you think about it, he could have. They could have kept him. They could have franchised him. They could have signed him. Um, uh, you know, overwhelmed him. You know, money whipped him. Whatever. Uh, I, I'm not. I, I don't think he was um, determined to leave the entire time. But they could have kept him. They could have kept him. They chose not to, and it's a simple reason why. Belichick knew he wanted to move on. He thought Brady had reached the end of the road, and why not? I mean, he's a pretty, uh, uh, you know, cold, calculating guy, and he looked at the actuarials and said he doesn't have that much left. Well, there's nothing.
1: This has never happened before. This is unprecedented. He's a freak,
0: and Belichick knew he was a freak, but didn't think he was that much of a freak. He was going to go somewhere else in year one and win a Super Bowl, I mean nobody really did. To be honest with you, they thought you know he might have a year or two left, but they thought he was going to get old on Tampa Bay's dime, and he will. He'll get old next year, year after, whenever he says he might play till he's fifty. Maybe I'm 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 done doubting him. Although he lost yesterday, I'm going to pick him this week. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you watch the two games, the Patriots game and the Tampa L.A. game. I mean, Brady threw for 430 yards. I mean, he 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 looked good on the road against a good team. Now he's on the road, a team that the Patriots have lost both their home games, and they don't look good. They are not a good team right now. But think of what Belichick did. He got rid of Tom Brady without having to cut him or trade him. Now, if he had cut him or Whoa. traded him, like, you know, he did with Gronk, by the way, but but Gronk probably wasn't going to play here. But he traded him. Anyway, if he'd cut Tom Brady, even if you're Bill Belichick with six, six rings, even if you're uh, the, the greatest coach ever, and he is, that's kind of uh, something that's going to leave a mark. If you cut him and he goes to Tampa and wins the Super Bowl, man, there's blowback on Belichick. There now, is. Granted, he's not like most people. He doesn't care about perception or, or PR or all that, but he still... Every, every man has his limitations. And he did not want to be the man who cut Tom Brady. He did not want to be the man who traded Tom Brady. So they gave him his free agency and Kraft could dress it up as doing something, you know, repaying a, a guy who'd been so great for 20 years, who delivered six uh, Super Bowl uh, uh, rings and, and did all that he did. So it seems like the, the decent thing to do and Kraft, you know, could, could say, yeah, you know, I, we owed it to him. Belichick doesn't care about the decent thing or what he owed. He wanted to move on, whether it was move on to, to Cam Newton or move on to Mac Jones or move on. He just didn't want to. We wanted to move years 40, before with Garoppolo. Well, that's I mean. true, and, and Garoppolo was probably one of the options. It's, he still might be, mm. uh, you know, because they have Trey Lance backing him up. And and last night was kind of the theme of that game: is when Lance going to take over? How much longer is Garoppolo the guy? Uh, they, they lost. It was, it was a terrific game. Aaron Rodgers brought him back in, in the final, like 30 seconds. They got the field goal. They got the win. But, uh, I mean, the camera kept, they kept putting the camera on Trey Lance. He came into the game, I think a couple times. And the big question for, uh, I forget who the hell did the game. Uh, to uh, was it Troy? A- I forget. Anyway, uh, the announcers were talking about Trey Lance and they're going to move on to him. Patriots have moved on to Mac Jones. And Belichick can go on the radio or go in front of the media, which he'll do later in the morning, which kind of ruins the whole point of having an exclusive interview. It does, when, you know, like with Brady, we'd have him on Monday, and he wouldn't be available to the media till Wednesday, I believe. So it was, you have a couple it was, days. It was of a good gap. Yeah, this, this is not. They, and and the again, it's another brilliant investment by WWE. They pay a guy millions, and an hour after he talks exclusively to them, he's talking to everybody and saying the same thing. Anyway, wait. So what they for a year? How much the how much would Oh, I don't help? I don't know the total, but it's more. It's like a 5-year deal. It's oh, okay. it's in the millions for sure. And wow. Brady Brady made it worth it. Brady it was a great idea. One of my former bosses, Jason Wolf, put it together. And at the time you're thinking all you get is a, an interview with the quarterback and the coach, what's it? but it became a pretty big deal when you know when the Patriots became a big deal. Uh and and Brady on Monday morning, I think for a long while was appointment listening. Yeah. Belichick. His appointment listening, because he's just so difficult and disciplined. He never lets his guard down. He never plays along. I mean, I, I know my old friend Glenn Ordway used to say that, you know, Bel- you got to listen between the lines. Yeah. And Bel- Belichick tells us things. I, mean, I guess once in a while he'd joke around with the, you know, the f- you know, former player, uh, you know, Fourier's there now before that, you know, Fred, Fred Smirala, Steve Diosi. He He does prefer to have guys like that around. And uh, he does occasionally sound like a human being, but for the most part, especially after he loses, you don't get a lot of yucks. But he will stand before the cameras today and say it was Tom's decision. So I guess he's not lying. It was Tom's decision to leave because he picked Tampa. But, Coach, Coach, why did you give him his free agency? That's the question. Did you listen to this interview this morning? Did they get to that?
1: No, they didn't ask that, but uh, but I did think that, that we got a little bit more from Belichick than we normally do. I know the really? bar is really low, but Chris Curtis asked the best question of that entire half hour. Well, he hour. should. He's the
0: host, the main host. <laughs> yes. of this. this is the uh, Chris Curtis show on WEI, a show I used to be a part of. It used to be I, the Chris Curtis show with Jerry and Kirk. Was, <laughs> that was the title. Now it's just the Chris Curtis show because he's the, the big star. The, I, I would say the most underpaid morning host in America. Oh, yeah. They pay him like a producer. You know, yeah. and he's a host. This I is know. weird yeah. how that works. But Curtis asked you what you call, and you're pretty cynical. You you don't have a lot of love for EE. Well, I'm
1: not saying it this is like groundbreaking stuff, but there's not there. Everything else was just nothing. But this was the only one that stood out. All right, let's, let's
0: let's listen to Chris Curtis. Chris Curtis's exchange with the coach this morning.
1: Bill, over the course of you and Tom's time
0: together, you said dozens of times that there was no quarterback you would rather have. When did that change?
1: No, it never changed.
0: So you wanted Tom to re-sign here after the 2019
1: season? Yeah, well, I think we've been through all the dynamics of that. There were a lot of things there that, you know, he, you know, he, he looked at his options and made his decision. We weren't as good in option as uh, Tampa. So, I mean, you'd have to ask him about all that, but that's really – question
0: number one. Mm, yes, it was. It wasn't but, a question. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, but I'll, answered I'll Give it. Curtis credit for that follow-up. I mean, the question, sure. uh, I, I knew what he'd say. To the question had never changed. But the yeah. follow-up is good. Brady, uh, Brady had options. He chose a better option. The next follow-up, and I assume it, it wasn't, why did you give him options? Why did you give him options? And the truth is, it was Bill being Bill. This is what he does. He lets guys go. He makes unemotional, cold-blooded decisions. It has worked for him. It has made him the greatest coach ever. He's won six Super Bowls here. He's, you know, he's still he's still around. I mean, they're not going to win much this year. But he knew at some point he had to move on from the old guy, and this was the way to do it. I don't know why we can't all agree that Belichick wanted to move on, and he made it happen in a, in a way where he didn't have to cut or trade him. I mean, it's not that complicated, as far no. as I can tell. Um, Belichick, but they, it's going to look bad because I'm going to predict right now. Belichick's going to lose to Brady this week. I think Tampa Bay is on another level. Um, they're loaded. The defense isn't loaded like their offense, but, and Brady, you know, a motivated Brady, a Brady under pressure is the best Brady as we've learned over the years. He is relishing this opportunity. I think on Wednesday, he'll speak to the media and he'll, you know, smile and giggle, but he is going to come in here determined, you know, to, to to destroy his former team, his former coach. And they'll shake hands. I think, well, maybe Belichick won't shake hands after the game, but Brady will say all the right things, do all the right things. And the team he's playing again, the team that's 0-2 at home right now, stinks right now.
1: Stinks. That and, was a bad and, loss yesterday. And they'll too. probably
0: get better. Belichick's teams often do, and they'll probably be much better in December. And I think, here's the other thing that that I uh, I'm glad I don't have to do today is, uh, I guess they're not actually doing it on the morning show on EEI. They're not taking calls
1: today? <laughs> I think they've got some plants. I'm, yeah, glad,
0: I'm glad I am glad don't have to take calls, because here's what happens. It used to happen with hosts, too. My, my old partner, Dino, was notorious for this. Everything is about the quarterback, right? That's how uh, I don't want to say seventy-five percent of of fans watch games. It's quarterback. They win. Quarterback was good. If They lose. Quarterback sucks. Yeah. And I know the last pick, um, Mac Jones, the rookie, threw three picks, and the last one was terrible. But the first two were not his fault, and I and mean, he was getting crushed on the first one. That was, uh, um, you know, floated. I mean, he got he, he got hit, just floated up in the air, got picked off. The second one. Was off the hands of the Jonu Smith,
1: who sucks. Not his fault,
0: (laughs) and who I was watching because two new tight ends were supposed to be such a gift for a, a young quarterback. Yeah, and this this Smith, this tight end stinks. I mean, he, he can't block, he can't catch. Other than that, he's wonderful. You know? <laughs> right. um, I mean, I'm sure he just had a bad day, but that's no that is no Rob Gronkowski, you know, nope. that is no Travis Kelsey. I you know, I hope he gets better for uh, Mac Jones's sake, but he hit him on the hands, he bumped popped it up in the air, and Malcolm Jenkins returns it for a touchdown. Not his fault. Uh, he was under pressure, he was getting hit, he was getting...
1: Uh, it was worse in the first half. The O-line was terrible in the first, first half, yes. but they got better in the second half, and then, uh, I don't know, they just weren't making the right connections. But here's what
0: everyone, if they get, well, actually, it'll probably start at 10 o'clock. I don't know if uh, all the, uh, you know, the minifans are going to be harassing uh, EEI all day, but this morning...
1: Yeah, see, this from uh, EEI is talking back again. We're not playing around today. Stricter than usual. Don't care if you don't like it. They're, they're trying what, to... What is that? So there's, uh, there's some chats because they go live like we do. And they're like kicking out commenters, people there, there, anybody who's hasn't been logged in, I think on Twitch, for the last seven days, if they haven't been like on uh, a part of the show or on the show's uh, chat for the last seven days, they're automatically getting kicked. So, you so anybody can't knew, be on there? No. Um, and if you listen to the anybody calls knew this morning, it's Brady
0: week. They better hope there's uh, no, new no, people. They, they, don't want,
1: they, they don't want that. They don't want anything. new. And on the radio today too, when they were taking calls, they were definitely a plant. One guy they let go for three minutes. It sucked. It's because they knew they, they knew that this guy wouldn't give them any trouble. Did you just say I hate Tom Brady? Go. Go Pats. No, it wasn't that. It, it was just, <laughs> he, I mean, he was talking about the game, but he just went on and on. I don't like callers on sports radio anyway. They're usually dumb, but it was that same, didn't well, say I anything guarantee caller.
0: You, I guarantee you half the calls will say, ah, Mac Jones had a terrible day. It wasn't Mac Jones' fault. He'll be good. I still think he'll be good. He still. I still think he's much better than Cam Newton, but he took a beating yesterday. The two first two picks were not his fault. Um, uh, He he did, you know, obviously when you get down, you drop back every 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 down and the pressure was on and they came after him and they knocked him around. But the Patriots are one and two. Their one win was against the jets, yeah, which deserves an asterisk asterisk. The jets got shut out yesterday. The jets are awful. They do have one more game against them, but you know, they're five and a half. I, I just checked the line and the Patriots are five and a half point underdogs. Uh, I'm surprised. I guess that's, you know, Foxborough. That's the Belichick factor. I would have had it closer to, Eight and a half, yeah, nine. Uh, Brady um, has ten touchdown passes so far this season, which is uh, it's more than uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, <clears throat> Cam Newton had eight last year, the entire season, which is kind of comical. Brady uh, is does he lead the league in yards? I'm just going to check his statistics after three weeks, and uh, he's he's second. Derek Carr has thrown, has thrown for 400 yards a game. Oh, wow. Far and away the best in the league. Brady's thrown for 362. He's got a 109 rating. He's, he's off to a damn good start, even though they lost that game last night. The Patriots have lost to Tua, who stinks uh, in Miami. He's hurt now, and he'll probably be good someday. But he was not good, in that game has not been good so far. And to Jameis Winston, yeah. <laughs> who stinks. Those are the two L's the Patriots have taken at home. They're facing their first good quarterback of the season this week in um, on, on on Brady Week. Uh, yesterday, though, did you watch the game?
1: No, I only caught the highlights. I told you I was at a Black Lives uh, Matter uh, 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 rally yesterday. Don't you, you remember me saying me that? that? I told you before that. Why did you tell me that? No, I was just this. It was a. Uh, it was. It was like a like a a. I don't know. They, they set up a bunch of booths and there was a bunch of food. It was this whole celebration thing on uh, a
0: celebration of black lives matter. No, it
1: wasn't that it was like a cultural celebration, but they were part of it. But I, I I dropped it on on Friday and we talked about it.
0: Cultural celebration. There's like a lot of
1: food and uh, all sorts of stuff in Portsmouth. I told you that on Friday.
0: Hey, you didn't, you you're imagining things. No, I told you that me. on
1: Friday. You just, maybe you didn't. you didn't no, uh, tell me it. that on Friday. I did, of course no, I did. No, you did not. If you told me we you went to a tape. Black Lives Matter thing, you think <laughs> I, I <did>. wouldn't remember? <laughs> I said that they were going to be there. They were only one of the, like, hey, the you're booths you're there. You're mixing
0: me up with your Quantum Week buddy. No
1: I am yes, not. Yes, you are. We can check I have the vol- I, okay, ha- I actually you have it on that. audio. I I'm 100% huh. positive.
0: So there was a, what was the celebration of? Like what was the big theme?
1: No, it was bringing a bunch of cultures uh, together. So that was that was the theme of the event. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> I don't know friends invited uh, my wife and I. A bunch of cultures together. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so did so you, there was like did there you, was like uh, there was food from um, there was so all sorts what, of Asian what, food and uh, what, what kind of food soul did you food eat? And all did you sorts eat some soul food? Is that what you had? No, I had some Thai food, some Japanese food, all sorts of stuff. There was there was tons of booths there, but they were was one it, of the. Was um, it a good time? It was it was low key actually. I was expecting a lot more people there.
0: Was there was there music? Was there paint? There was there was, was a mariachi there, band which w- was were awesome. There, were there balloons? I didn't
1: and see the balloons. Face painting?
0: There was no face no painting. There was ma- mariachi band. What kind of celebration can it be without any face painting? That doesn't seem like. Uh, did you did,
1: was it booze beer? Um, I don't know if there was weed alcohol. I don't know. I mean, maybe people were smoking. I didn't smoke any weed. You, don't, but you I, don't know what weed smells like? You of know course, that? I know what weed smells. I didn't smell like any there. What Every, everyone? There. Everyone smoked it was outside.
0: Weed, I, I, when I walk around Boston or jog or whatever,
1: or the, or walk the dog. Everyone smoking. Hey man, weed. it's tough to get through these these times right now. <laughs> 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 um, so no, but, I didn't catch the game. I had to watch the the, the stuff. It afterwards. was as
0: bad a Patriots game as I can remember, and it's not because of Mac Jones again. Uh, the callers are gonna all
1: say Mac Jones should have kept Cam Newton. There were a few uh, Matt. Corano definitely mentioned that on Friday. Matt did. Ho, ho, ho. You mentioned Memories on our slitting.
0: locals. Oh, no question.
1: On our locals.com <laughs> yes. show? Yeah, we talked about it on Friday. We didn't
0: talk about it. Even if you mentioned it, I didn't hear it. I didn't uh, react. If you said you were going to something, now, if it was
1: just some. It was at this police station. So you threw mentioned some black cocktails. Lodge, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing bricks. It was just a cultural event in downtown a Portland. A cultural think, event. That sounds awful. Yeah. Well, oh. <laughs> so, well, that's why I didn't invite you.: Well uh, you know, you, 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 didn't, you
0: didn't spend your day productively, like I did. Spend six hours I cut watching: audio for you. Okay, uh, I'm just kidding. All right. I spent six hours watching a golf tournament that was essentially already over, and three hours watching the worst Patriots game I've ever seen, and about two hours yeah. watching a really good game involving the former Patriot quarterback who Bill, Be- Bill Belichick let leave for nothing. All right, someone's got to bring that up. Probably Wednesday, someone will do it. But uh, the Patriots had, I mean, I don't even know where to be in a bunch of penalties. They had a blocked kick, a blocked punt, which I don't remember the last time I've seen that. They had a kickoff go out of bounds. They had uh, offsides on fourth and one. They just had all kinds of dumb mistakes that you never see. This is not a good team. It's not a well-coached team right now. And I know, Belichick, it's just a work in progress, and they'll get better and all that. But the Buffalo Bills, I think, clinched a division yesterday, so the Patriots are uh, playing for a wild card now. They're a long shot to even, at this point, I'd be surprised if they go 500. They okay. clinched the division
1: yesterday? Uh, just, just kidding. Okay, just thank kidding. you. They're thank really, you. They're they're really really sorry.
0: <laughs> you sorry. God, you are hopeless. <laughs> uh, you
1: know, I'm not but, used to your jokey delivery but yet. That, but, <laughs> they, but that's,
0: uh, I mean, they're going to. Are they 4-0? They are. Uh, I'm, I'm going to check the NFL power rankings, like Peter... Kings pow rankings because I don't know if the number they're
1: like you do first. that can I play Wiggy Wiggy is the worst uh, I hate to pick on Wiggy though I know he's, he's so nice guy. but this is a 25 so here it is now, the bills
0: I'm sorry the two and one the Patriots are one and two oh, come bills, on bills it's are not even game- a cl- right. bills have scored 94 points given up 44
1: yeah that's pretty <laughs> that's,
0: good that's pretty good for a team uh, I guess they lost opening day but they've won the last two in routes and they are much much better head and shoulders above the Patriots which is amazing because, uh, you know, the Patriots have kind of owned that division. I don't know if you're aware of that, Corona, but yeah, All right, let's listen that. to more with Bill Belichick this morning with uh, my man Wiggy, uh, who's a former player, a former Patriot, and they often think that Belichick will treat them as humans, not after a loss, not after a loss. He'll do it maybe after a win, but not after the worst game the Patriots have played in the Belichick era. Bill, when you, when you look at your quarterback situation right now with Mac Jones, one thing I noticed, it, it seems like he takes these losses very tough, which, you know, a lot of players do uh, after yesterday's game. What's what, what's kind of the message that you give to him about, you know, trying not to dwell on, say, some of the things that you didn't do as well, just learn from them and move forward with him being a young player?
1: Uh, well, I think, you know, Wiggy knows as well as I do that that's you know, it's part of football. That's a 25-second question. <laughs> that that's the, all he does. Was he that does... the whole answer? Uh, he goes on just, <laughs> a, just a tiny bit more, but that, that was the best part. But it, every single question is 25 seconds long from Wiggy, and he answers the question. You All you have is like a yes or no at the end of it. Is It's a complete it's, waste uh, of time. It's,
0: uh, it's always a waste of time, and I love people who think Belichick's good. People listen because he's so bad. You know, people listen to see just how much he will piss in the face of uh, uh, the media, whether it's, uh, you know, hosts on EEI or or the media on Wednesday. I mean, he's never... On Friday, he'll talk about... uh, The other day, he had a nine-minute answer to a question about long snappers, and all the football guys, oh, it was amazing, and all the announcers, oh, it was amazing. He does that. It's another way to to dump on the media, because if he answers a nine-minute question about long snapping, you got... Uh, the reporters have all these questions, these relevant questions, you know, written down, they're ready to go. But by the time he's done answering the long snapping question, the press conference is over. You know, that's what, that's why he filibusters. Uh, And, and, and I'm not, I'm not complaining. It works for him. His style works. The fans love it. He doesn't give him anything, but that's okay. He coaches, he coaches really, really well. I mean, he's a great coach. He just doesn't play along with the media, especially after he loses. And if they go, Seven and nine, or six and ten—it's going to be a miserable season for uh, W.E.I. because they're they're counting on the coach and the quarterback to uh, at least win them the day. That's the way we used to look at it. Give give a good Brady interview—you're going to win that day. You maybe win that week because you milk the hell out of it. But you know, Brady again was a at least a, a human being with us. He was at least somewhat—he played along, somewhat cordial, somewhat playful at times, and. He usually won, so there wasn't a lot of those long, uh, you know, difficult interviews with a guy who's who's just, you know, trying to uh, get past, get through it because he because he lost the game.
1: Well, and Greg was so defeated when, when Belichick came on the line, too. He's like, uh, hey, good morning, Bill. I, you know, I, I know you're as happy to be here as uh, we are to have you. <laughs> they, they, that, they had the same energy, Hill, Hill
0: and Belichick. Hill and Bill. They should call the Hill and Bill show with zero energy, but, uh, this is their week. Uh, this is the week they've been living for, for since the schedule came out. I forget when that is, in March. And uh, they've been promoting it and living for it. And it, I don't think it could set up much worse. I guess Brady could have won yesterday and be undefeated. Mm. But I don't think it sets up much worse. The If you saw last night or yesterday afternoon they're just a better team. They're just a much, much deeper team. They got a better quarterback. They got better, you know, receivers. They got better running backs, even though Giovanni Bernard might be out, might be hurt. James White's hurt.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and, and as, uh, who the hell was it? Troy Aikman. I think it was Troy Aikman said that that Giovanni Bernard from former Bengal was supposed to be the James White of this team, of this, uh, Tampa team. He looks like he's out, but Brady's out. And, uh, I'm not sure how that's going to work with Brady haters. Brady haters again. I guess you got to give reasons why you hate him. You're going to hate the greatest player in New England history, the greatest winner in NFL history. A guy, as you point out, who's never gotten in trouble, never smacked his wife, or driven drunk, or flunked a drug test. I and mean, we're not talking about a guy a cheater like like David Ortiz. We're not talking about <laughs> you know a guy. Uh, I mean, who else would be in the would be among the greatest. Like uh, Barry Bonds. <laughs> right, Barry Bonds. All right. One, one of the greatest. You're not talking about a guy with one, you know, with, with all kinds of uh, asterisks over his career. A guy who just always did things right. And he's not going to say anything derogatory either. I mean, he's going to talk to Maybe this week they'll ask him if he's vaccinated. Um, maybe. Tampa, the Tampa media still haven't. Well, do you know asked. anybody who has, who will, who will be in front of him this <laughs> That's week? That's a good question. I should reach out to our Tampa guy. And say, you can I? They'll ask about Belichick, and Brady will say, you know, it was great. He was the greatest coach. There's no one else I want to coach with. But I guess some in the media blame him for letting his father and his uh, trainer, his buddy Alex Guerrero, do the talking for him. Alex Guerrero did an interview with Karen Garigian at the Herald and talked about how Belichick. Continued to treat Brady like he was 24, even when he was, you know, 44 or whatever, 42, 43. And uh, didn't have special rules for him, which is what Brady wanted and feels like he earned. So there is some bad blood. There's no question about that. But Brady's not going to articulate it for you, I don't think. At least not uh, on the record on Wednesday in front of the assembled media. He's not going to want the distraction. He's never wanted to be, you know, in some kind of feud or some kind of fight. He will avoid that, I think, this week. And he'll just go out and take care of business. And I'm, I'm taking the bucks and the points. And if I were a gambler, I'd do it today because that number is going to go up. Five, five and a half. Uh, if you watch that, I mean, you didn't watch it. Watch that Patriots game. You are just in I very, very surprised how much, how, how screwed up they are, how many mistakes they made. It's Not a good team. Not a good team.
1: Want to talk about DCU before we uh, move to the next oh, thing? Well, yeah, let's
0: do DCU. I'll, I'm going to mention the Ryder Cup, even though you didn't watch that either.
1: I but, watched. I watched the highlights, but it, yeah, I know it was over before Sunday started, yeah, wasn't it?
0: Yep. Yeah, and we'll get to. Uh, I have to finish. If you listen to our locals show on Friday for subscribers only, if you didn't, you can subscribe now at locals.com. Friday's show we did. We did questions. You know from. commenters chatted. We talked about a few different things, but then the news broke while we were sitting here that Biden was lying about the border patrol cops on horseback, lying about them and promising to make them pay. It was, as I often point out, a new low, another new low for the Biden administration, even by their lowest standards. This was disgusting. I just saw it just before we wrapped up our friday's show so we're going to revisit that because it is truly despicable what uh what joe biden did on friday and continues to do and uh mayorkis we got a new uh a new uh designated liar for the uh biden regime and it's this mayorkis dirtbag and we'll uh, play some of his sound from yesterday and we'll get to a few other things but uh First, let me tell you about DCU. Uh, DCU is uh, a proud sponsor of the Callahan Show, as usual. Why do DCU DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. And who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking insured by NCUA membership required. Uh, quickly. I know the Ryder cup wasn't, I, I know i built it up, but, but here's the problem here's the, It's still a great event. It's still an amazing event. The course was amazing. Uh, it was a great setting and just a lot of American fans, not a lot of European fans, Americans are just too good. They're <laughs> just too good. And I'm sorry, it's going to be in Europe in two years and uh, they'll win again. They're young and they're good. And they're just, they were just a juggernaut. I think they had uh, the, first, the top rated player in the world is John Rahm. He's with Europe. He's from Spain. The next, I think two through nine or two through 10 were all Americans. It's the youngest American team ever. They just have a bunch of young studs like Colin Maracawa and Xander Shoffley and, They were a buzzsaw, and the course was so hard and so long, and they don't care. These are just cocky young guys who can bash in a mile, and they could putt. This this format, this team thing, brings out the best in a lot of guys. It brings out the emotion after they lost. uh, Rory McElroy was a puddle. He was crying. Uh, Ian Poulter was crying. Steve Steve Stricker, the American captain, was crying. They don't need. Mickelson was an assistant, a vice captain, but they don't need Mickelson and Tiger. It's time to move on. And they got plenty to move on to. I, I watched it. I mean, Saturday, I guess it was decided. So I was watching Saturday knowing that the Americans were going to run away with it. And they did. It was too bad they don't have more. didn't have more European fans because of COVID. And uh, so they didn't have a lot of noise when the Europeans would like win a hole. But it was just totally, totally dominant. They set the record for points. I think they had 19. Record was 18 and a half. And they could do this again and again. They could play this tournament a hundred times. The Americans would win like 99. They're just too damn good. And it's just some weird about the team thing. It brings out the best in a lot of guys. The winners, uh, I would say uh, Bryson DeChambeau was he was very emotional. He was very likable. The highlight of the whole tournament was he drove the green on the first hole yesterday and the Place went nuts, and he just went from there. He beat Sergio, who's a great Ryder Cupper, the greatest European Ryder Cupper ever. He beat him, I would say. Um, uh, Justin Thomas, and I think I forget who uh, drank a beer. Someone threw a full beer and he picked it up and opened it and drank it, like in the middle of the tournament, <laughs> which was, uh, you know, I guess you don't see that a lot in no. you know, football or baseball or uh, basketball, but uh. But that was fun and funny, and there were just they, there was a million highlights because the Americans are so good. They're just like eagle in hills left and right, and the the Europeans had a lot of you know they have a lot of personality. This fat Irishman uh, 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 named Shane Lowry was a lot of fun, but they have no chance. They have no chance. It's the event is still great, but it's not as great as it used to be because the Americans are too damn good. But uh, and Brooks Koepka is a dick. I spent. 3 days. I kind of rooted for the Americans cuz I like there's a lot of likeable guys. But I rooted for a close tournament didn't happen and I rooted against Brooks Kepka. All the other guys embraced it and waved and sh- smiled and you know just got into it. He just like rolls his eyes at everything. He's just such a dink. I'm a Bryce and guy in his little feud with uh with uh Kepka who um allegedly said he wanted to play with uh Bryce and but I don't believe that. He hates him Just looking uh, quickly, uh, Colin Marankawa, eight birdies. It's the hardest course in the world. Eight birdies on a Sunday with all the pressure on you. Same with Dustin Johnson. Eight birdies out of 18 holes (laughs) on a course that, I mean, it it couldn't be any harder, couldn't be any harder. The greens were tough, there's traps everywhere, long and and, hills and ocean and crowd and wind. Eight birdies each. Just remarkable. Uh, players. But anyway, let's move on to, um, that's our, our, our golf minute. If you want to, you know, if you have anything to add, you can. I don't, was it the sixth
1: okay. hole actually that, uh, there's a bunker on the left-hand side of the green and they kept hitting the, 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 the topography of, of the, of the fairway and it would shoot it right to the right on the green. Oh, I like, saw a few of the, the players hit that shot and I was like, holy shit. I guess shit. the
0: highlight would have been on Saturday, uh, Jordan Spieth hit one straight up 75 feet up in the air. It was like on a hill. Everything was on a hill. And the only way to get on the green was hit it straight up in the air. He hit it 75 feet straight up in the air, landed on the green. He was playing alternate shot with Justin Thomas, and he missed the putt. But it was an amazing shot. That would probably be the highlight. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's so hard when you look at it, you say an amateur, even a good amateur is going to spend half the time like in the water. They'd, They'd lose a dozen balls in the water. I think I saw like three balls go like in the ocean all weekend, if that. I mean, these guys just, they step up, and there's this narrow little fairway or there's this one par three that's like, you know, like four feet wide green and they would hit it more than half the time. Just amazing, amazing players. And, uh, I can't see anything. I mean, the, the young guys, they're not like Mark. is young and he's in good shape and he's just flawless game. Anders Shoffley, same thing. I don't see how these guys don't do it again in two years, but we will see. We will see. Um, onto, um, onto Biden and Mayorkas because, as I said, I lost it on right here in this seat on Friday because the news just broke that Joe Biden blamed the, horse, the, the, the uh, border patrol guys on horseback for strapping, that's his word, for strapping Haitian migrants, which by then, it had already been debunked. By then, you know, everybody said they didn't do it. The photographer who took the pictures said no one got whipped and defended the border patrol guys it's a lie, but here, again, it's one thing to lie. You know, if you're Joe Biden, you do it like like falling out of bed, which he probably does that too. It's not a big deal. You tell lies every day. You talk about, you know, corn pop or things your father said when two guys were making out. He said, oh, they just love each other, Joey. I mean, you lie about Hunter. You lie about everything. Little things, big things. You say you drove an 18-wheeler. Yes. Say you wanted to work, work in for a lumber, lumber a lumberyard <laughs> in Idaho because you're there. I mean, just he's a mythomaniac. He just makes stuff up. But this is beyond that. This is beyond despicable. You know that your border patrol guys who are trying to control the border, which you put in chaos. You by design created this chaos. Created this rush to the border by these Haitians, and another one's coming. But you did it. We all know why you did it because you want them all to come into America. You want to change the demographic. You want to uh, change the country. You know, you know you want to fundamentally change the country, to quote your former boss, uh, Barack Obama. So it's your fault that these poor guys are overrun. They're trying to control the border, trying to keep these guys from just running into the country, walking into the country, and they do it on horseback. It's what they do. It's rough terrain. You can't do it in a in a Jeep or a car. Or a bike or whatever else you know a Segway. um so you you create the system you create the situation where these poor guys are trying their best to control the border on horseback they have reins in their hands and some lying liberals said oh look they're whipping the, uh, the Haitians and of course all the usual suspects run with it AOC and Pelosi and Schumer and Ayana all the liars in the media and MSNBC and morning Joe, they all start lying about it. That's one thing we expect that, but even Joe Biden, I expected better from don't ask me why there's a guy who lied about, you know, leaving Afghanistan who got 13 uh, Marines and soldiers killed that, that, that vaporized the family of 10, including seven children and has never apologized or said anything about it. Even Biden, uh, should know better than this, to lie about these guys, to lie about these cops. I mean, they just, I understand, Democrats, Biden, they hate cops. There's been a war on cops for a while. But this had been debunked. They didn't whip anybody. They were trying to do their jobs. And this this, this liar says it bothered him so much. And the worst part, Garano, promised to make them pay. So he, he says there's going to be an investigation, which I, which is fine. Investigate. But you say before there's any conclusion, before there's anything been determined in this investigation, you say we're going to make them
1: pay? Think about the power imbalance there from one Border Patrol officer in the entire federal government. I mean, that's like, you are, you are, you are inciting people against this one person. This person's life will never be the same.
0: It, it, is, it is amazing. If, if they indeed make them pay, that means they'll fire them. Yeah. And if you know the truth that they weren't doing anything wrong and you still say we're going to make them pay, then clearly you have an agenda and- Clearly, nothing's going to stop you from firing this poor guy or the other the whole bunch. The, the next day, they say, we're outlawing, banning horses. So they've been doing it for 100 years, patrolling the border on horseback for obvious reasons. The Biden regime announces no more horses because of a lie, an image that's made it look, I guess, to allowed them to claim they were strapping or whipping the migrants, which they weren't. Can you imagine being the border patrol guy or his wife or you know his boss or his co and they're saying, Wait a second. We've been doing this every day, trying our best for years with the horses, and we're being overrun.
1: I mean, it's it's like ten times the amount of people we're normally used to seeing at the border. Yeah, and and
0: another thing, Mayorkas is lying about. He said there was twelve thousand, maybe more. He said he knows there's many, many more. Think of what we're talking about, and I wonder again how many people who support Biden support this. Think of what we're talking about. So these people come from South America. We know they didn't come from Haiti. Uh, They come from Central America, South America. They throw their, you know, Chilean IDs or Brazilian IDs in the trash and they come across the border and say, oh, yeah, we're from Haiti. There's a lot of earthquakes. Let us in. Not only do we um, let what, to encourage them to come in, not st- they they just released them around the country, at least 15,000 Haitians. We don't know where. Well, I, mean, I assume we'll find out because and, and the media is obviously uh, part of this coordinated effort to not really tell you. They didn't even cover the border until uh, the uh, Fox News did, but most of the media didn't cover it until, you know, the Border Patrol agent was whipping migra- uh, Haitians. Till then, they didn't even cover it. And now we know at least 15,000 people have just been released in the country. These are illegal aliens. And you know what else? They Some have COVID. None of them are vaccinated. The <laughs> Haitians, the, the vaccination rate in Haiti's 0.1%. Nobody's vaccinated. Nobody's tested. They're not wearing masks. They're not vaccinated. Everyth- Here's the one conclusion we can come to. The, Joe, the Biden regime does not care about COVID. Everything they say about the war, you know, the unvaccinated, we got to do this, is a lie. If you cared about COVID, you wouldn't let 15,000 illegal aliens into the country without testing them, without vaccines. So the amazing thing is that guy on the horse, the guy, you know, they're going to make pay, he has to be vaccinated or he gets fired people he's trying to stop from coming in the country, they don't have to get vaccinated. That doesn't matter. They don't care about COVID. They, they don't care about uh, the border. In fact, they don't want any border. They want them all coming in. But I want to listen you to, want one to more time Biden? to Biden because it's just so friggin infuriating. Take responsibility. I'm president, but it was horrible what to see, as you saw. To see people treated like they did, horses really running them over, people being strapped. It's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. They will be an investigation underway now, and there will be consequences. There will be consequences. It's an embarrassment, but it's beyond an embarrassment. It's dangerous. It's wrong. It sends the wrong message around the world. It sends the wrong message at home. It's uh, simply not who we are. You are a despicable person. You truly are. I cannot believe anybody, anybody supports him. He just lied about these Border Patrol guys and said they're going to pay so it sends the wrong message. These are illegal aliens trying overrunning the border, and this poor guy's trying to do his job, and you, not, you didn't throw him under the bus. You just threw him under the frigging steamroller, and, dist- and, and your next step is going to be destroy. You wait. Today, tomorrow, we're going to find out this guy's fired. This guy's fired because they don't care about the border. They don't care about law and order. They don't care about COVID. They want this border to be overrun. They want people from Haiti to be... Dispersed all around the country, COVID or no COVID, they don't care. This, that, that, that's just, I'm sorry, there's been a lot of new lows, a lot of lows with this guy, but that is so disgusting what he did. He said worse things about the border patrol than he's ever said about the Taliban.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. And you can't do that. Like, you're, you're just gonna, and anybody who's, they're working a ton of long shit. We've talked about before there's a listener of the show who's, uh, who's messaged me, bit. they're working a ton of hours. They're trying to, they're way understaffed. Like I said, there's 10, 10 times more people at the border that they're dealing with than they thought that they were going to have to. They're, they're completely, imagine the morale when you hear the president of the United States criticize uh, criticize they, you like that. I mean It must be awful.
0: I mean, the morale, they must be so down. It would be for just, me. I
1: wouldn't want to work there.
0: Knowing the guy you, the, essentially your boss, not only doesn't have your back, but wants to make you pay for doing your job. Um,
1: so I got a bunch of. This,
0: there's at least two Afghan refugees, I believe at uh, Fort. Is it Fort Bliss or uh, I'll, I'll get it? Um, are accused of um, uh, assault on a female U.S. military service member by several male Afghan evacuees at Fort Bliss um this was this happened the other day of course reported by bill malusian from fox news several like attacked one female soldier and you'll never hear word about this from the biden regime it, to him you know these 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 are useful Af- uh useful uh, immigrants you know they're they resettle they create uh, the 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 future democrat voters so he's okay with it so this female soldier gets attacked by these people we're giving Refugee giving benefits, giving all the privileges of, of of citizenship to, and nobody cares about her. They care about the poor Haitian migrant who got strapped. It's just that the priorities are just so backwards. And if you if you thought, you know what, I should give my Orca's credit for one thing. He he told a million lies yesterday with uh, Chris Wallace. It must kill Chris Wallace to have a guy on there that makes Biden look bad. Chris Wallace is the biggest Biden fan out there. He I don't think Biden got, would shouldn't wouldn't get elected. Uh, he, no one worked harder to get Biden elected than Chris Wallace, and now he has Mayorkas on, his HHS secretary, who's another lion sleaze, and he says illegal immigration is one of our, quote, proudest traditions. Do we have that? Yeah. Uh, listen this is bizarre, bizarre. I mean, I know that's what you think, but can you believe he admitted it publicly on camera? Uh, let's listen to Mayorkas. In the first place,
1: why didn't you build, forgive me, a wall? Or a fence to stop them from walking in this flood of people coming across the dam it looks like a highway that allows them to cross the real grand it is this pol- the policy of this administration uh, we do not agree with the building of the wall the law provides that individuals can make a claim for humanitarian relief that is actually one of our proudest traditions of the thirty <laughs> thousand patients Haitians-
0: uh, one of our proudest traditions A, they know they're not making legitimate claims because they came through, first of all, they know they're not from Haiti. They came through like six other countries. Yeah. (laughs) So if they're really running, you know, from persecution, religious or whatever, they would have stopped in whatever, Guatemala or El Salvador or certainly Mexico and said, give me refuge, you know, I'm under. But they didn't. They come here because, as we talked about the other day, uh, the benefits, yeah,
1: The benefits. It's a welfare state,
0: it's it's the combination. This is how you destroy a republic. You have both an open border and a welfare state. If you have both of those things, you cannot last. I mean, just imagine if you indeed if the and the board certainly the border certainly appears open. The only people who denied entry are you know Cubans fleeing Cuba on rafts. That those are people getting sent back.
1: Where'd that story go?
0: Because they know that Cubans aren't. Dem- future Democrat voters, for the most part, they're, especially in Florida, they're not going to support the regime. They're not going to support Kamala Harris, or whoever runs next. Uh, so they have to get sent back the Haitians they're counting on. And by the way, why is it like you know you see Black Lives Matter comes out and like uh, all these Congress people, that Maxine Waters and Ayanna Presley. just because they have uh, they're, uh, they're uh, you know black, they're not African Americans. They're not Americans just because they're black that they decide to fight for them if they weren't black they wouldn't care about them it's just so bizarre this one immutable characteristic you have you know, dark skinned like that so i'm going to make it my cause to let them all in the country well it's not even what?
1: objective either cuz like how dark is dark enough i mean it's, none of that's objective their their philosophy is, is full of crap
0: it's just bizarre like here's we're going to do fight for them because they're not american they don't you know they're, they're not refugees we're going to find a way to get them in the country because we have a common skin color, just a bizarre take. And I don't think a very popular one. This is where you know, Biden loses those, you know, moderates, those middle of the road. They're looking at it going, wait a second. There were 15,000 immigrants under the bridge three days ago. They're all gone. Yeah. They sent 300 back to Haiti. And by the way, when they did, one of them was accused of biting the pilot, Biting pilot on one of these flights back, I think they had like 10 or 12 flights back to, to Haiti and abusing, a, a, I don't know if they're flight attendants or aides or whatever, abusing the people because they don't want to go back to Haiti. They came here, Joe, Joe promised them all the goodies. They came here to live as Americans. They don't want to go back to Haiti. Who the hell would want to go back to Haiti? Uh, but their country's a mess and they think they can just walk across our border and most of them did. Who's in favor of that other than, you know, Ayanna Presley and, and other, you know, whatever crazy Robert Reich, crazy radicals. Who's in favor of just having no border? Come on in, sign here, and we'll get your, you know, uh, housing and food and health care and education and everything. You don't, have to, you don't have to be a citizen. You don't have to do anything. Just sign here and you're in. How, how many people are actually in favor
1: of that in
0: America? Just so, it's just so destructive. And, I, again, I realize that's part of the plan. It's by design. We want chaos. We want destruction. But, anyway. That's, do you want to do Shea before we uh, move to the next thing? Oh, sure. Let's do Shea. Um, and then we'll talk. I want to hear uh, uh, what the Border Patrol guy had to say to you. I find this interesting. We got a guy down there on the, on the border, and uh, he's living through this. But, uh, first, let me tell you about Shea Concrete. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shea Concrete... Has a huge selection of precast concrete steps. Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. this. is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home. Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front, front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shay, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy, that is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away, they put the new steps, you can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen, and when they're done, your house looks better, and it's worth more. This isn't an expense, this is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shay's precast concrete steps at ShayConcrete.com. and by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to ShayConcrete or get on shakeconcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at ShayConcrete.com. All right, we're going to try to get our Border Patrol buddy on uh, this week, Uh, anonymously, of course, because if he ever went on on the record, the Biden regime would destroy him, destroy his life, as if they're not doing enough damage. It just seems to me that... uh, being a cop anywhere, you might have been a cop like in Chicago or or, or Seattle or Minneapolis now, and knowing that, I mean, they just elected—I think to it, uh, I think they're going to elect in uh, Washington State a D uh, an Attorney General who's an Atifa supporter. <laughs> in a, I mean, these places are being run by total radicals, defund the police radicals who hate cops who don't want. Uh, Support cops and help them do their job, but then you have now you have the commander in chief who's throwing the border patrol under the bus for doing their jobs and saying he's going to get them. We're going to get you. How do you? I mean, it must be the morale there must be worse than the W E E I. It must just be so brutal. <laughs> these guys show up in the morning knowing that the the guy in the White House is working hard to destroy them and help the illegals. I mean, they're, they're trying to stop illegals, and Biden's trying to uh, let them in. It's just, and you know, who's gonna who's gonna win that showdown? The the regime is gonna win Pro- that, yeah, would, and the country's yeah. gonna lose. But right. uh, are we gonna? Uh, uh, did you ask him to come on with us, or do you, are you gonna work? Well,
1: I just it? sent him a message, but uh,
0: what was the latest? He said they just.
1: Well, he said that there's another group of immigrants who are moving through Central America right now. That's bigger and heading to the border, and they're oh, bigger than that's the right. last group. <laughs>
0: And why wouldn't they? Again, it's not, I don't blame any
1: Haitian or any illegal. I mean, no, you want a better life for yourself and your family for the most part. I mean, part. everyone likes free
0: stuff. And if the president's promising you free stuff and you don't get it in Brazil or Chile or wherever they're coming from, why not make the trek? Why not? I mean, they'll put you on a bus or maybe a plane. They'll resettle really you. They'll give you a home. They'll give you yeah. kids. Your kids are being a decent school. I mean, you'll get clothes and food. And I mean, I wouldn't want to be if I'm, you know, a Haitian or a Central American gets sent to, you know, like, Wisconsin right now or, or Maine. Oh, I'd take Maine. <laughs> I That's mean, for for, the, for winter,
1: you know. Yeah, for well, w- sure.
0: The winters. Uh, well, Wisconsin looked pretty good in the uh, Ryder Cup. That, that looked very uh, uh, pleasant place to be. In about three weeks, it's going to be buried in snow yeah. and the lake's going to be frozen and going to be going le- Can I go back to Haiti? Now? Right. <laughs> can, I, can I go back to Guatemala now? But uh, we'll we'll talk to him, hopefully this week and get the latest, but, uh, and maybe by then, maybe by then the guy on horseback is, uh, is fired.
1: Uh, I hope not. I mean, it's not, that's not right. It's another Covington situation and he's that's just getting dragged. Not, a, and I don't know. I don't remember if, when was the Covington? That was under, was that under Trump? Right. So the regime did. Yes. No one went after him. Did, I don't. I don't no, remember that. The media, the media did. The media did. But not the government. But now you got the media after you, and you got the federal government after you. If you're this guy, if you're and, the border and, patrol officer. And you're right. It doesn't
0: slow them down. Deter them. They've been lying about everything. You know about Covington. Uh, you know it, it, this like another uh, uh, Jesse Smollett every day with these people, and this is another one. They're going to say, oh, he was whipping, and they there's still tweets up. There's still people in the media. People, you know, on The View <laughs> saying, oh, Border Patrol are whipping. They just know that they advance that uh, perception that, that we're abusing people at the border. They know all the usual suspects will go with it, will run with it, and they'll have support. And they can demonize law enforcement and take the side of the law breakers. That's the M.O. of these people. And it's just wrong. I don't care if you hate Trump. It's, it's funny. Every time, like I said, I, I tweet about this, it's like, Trump, 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 Trump. What about Trump? What about Trump? And I'm going. So Joe Biden, I I don't respond, but Joe Biden lies about a cop or a border patrolman, tries to ruin him, threatens him, threatens him, and somehow it's about Trump. And you know, Trump did this or Trump did that. I mean, when are we going to move on from that? (laughs) Yeah, we should. That's why I would like when
1: he's in office, then then you can criticize. But he's not in office right now. Biden's in office. I don't criticize Biden. I don't
0: want Trump to run. I mean, and he gave a good had a big rally in Georgia. But I just want to move past it. I want Ron DeSantis. I want somebody else to just uh, you know, shine the light on the, uh, the, on the corruption of these people and, uh, and make the case. I mean, as I've said many times, but DeSantis agrees with Trump on all the issues. He just doesn't have all the baggage. He's just a better speaker. He doesn't tweet, you know, like crazy stuff. He doesn't have a, a checkered past. He's got a military record and he's smart. He's 30 years younger more than 30 years younger, why wouldn't you want to move on? I realize, you know, people get a kick out of Trump, and he is a good fighter, and he certainly exposed the deep state, and I'd like to have him out there fighting and supporting DeSantis, but he's going to run and ruin everything. Probably. You know, he's going to dominate the debates, and it's just going to be, like, more of the same. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for, to move on. But, uh, all right, anything else, And Do you want to uh, give me any more info on your big uh, Black Lives Matter rally that you attended?
1: No, it was just a, like I said, it was just a cultural event in Portsmouth. Cultural it was sponsored by a bunch of different, uh, a bunch of different groups. They were one of the groups there. Everybody was friendly. You know how New Hampshire is. New Hampshire is a very polite, like calm, gentle place where a bunch of people can get together and there isn't all that baggage like you'd get did, in. Did some, your like wife drag it. you to this or did you wanna go? It was uh, f- new friends of ours that we met at a wedding uh, a few months ago, super nice people. And they were going and it was just an excuse for us to hang out together. And I, and I thought, like, I was like, if I see anything weird, I could you know take video of it too and bring it for the show. And there, was everything was like super polite and nice.
0: Was there Black Lives Matter people try, like, trying to recruit people? No, but they, I mean get, they did like have a, information. There was pamphlets. Did they, did they had a they booth and hats, all that type of stuff.
1: Shirts? Uh, hats. I think they had buttons? coloring books, maybe. And like, really? Yeah, trying to trying to go for the kids. But oh, I mean, why wouldn't an, you? Indoctrinate the children. That's what you do. I
0: haven't done, uh, yeah. done
1: enough I have it. a problem. I, obviously, that organization has got some huge corruption, as we know and as you've talked about, but most organizations do anyway. I mean, it's I'm not going to just I'm not, fight I, the fight in every... every I'm not talking about
0: corruption in BLM. I'm just saying, let's be honest, They they literally... Want to end capitalism? Yeah, well, most
1: any, uh, Republicans want to end capitalism too. They <laughs> yeah, like they like corporatism this, instead. This was
0: their this is in their mandate. Now they've taken off their website, but in their mandate was to defund the police, to disrupt the uh, disrupt the nuclear family, and end capitalism. How can any uh, American
1: sign me uh, up? Forget it. I'm that. in. I'm I mean, in. Let's do this. They're just, let's, let's they're just this.
0: anti-American radicals. Um, it's got nothing to do with race. They want to end capitalism. They're Marxists. The three women. That founded the organizations are a devout Marxist. So I'm the most. Including the one that owns like six know. houses. <laughs> right. So there's no way you could support them. People who support them are just dumb. Yeah. They say, oh, yeah, but what, don't you think Black Lives Matter? We're talking about the organization.
1: Yeah, the organization is super The organization, is super
0: BLM, gross. Agree. is radical and yeah. they don't like cops and they don't like capitalism. What more do you need to know? But hey, they got their man in the White House. He's uh, doing their bidding now. Uh, maybe by tomorrow, that border patrol guy's life will be ruined. Which is what not. they want. Which is what they want, and we'll talk to our border patrol, buddy. Hey, tough weekend for the uh, Bo Sox. Damn shame too. Oh,
1: did they get swept? I, I saw they lost the first the two yesterday. They got
0: they got uh, a couple of uh, you know scrimmages now against the Orioles. They're going to the playoffs, but boy, did they get embarrassed. And I don't know if uh, my buddy uh, Lou Maroloni was checking, but most of the fans were oh, from New York.
1: You saw, I saw a clip of the, the Stanton. Did you yes. see, after the Stanton home Stanton, run. And like the whole stands go go up and it's, uh, all, it's all New York after, fans. After
0: all the Stanton home runs, the place <laughs> yeah. erupted. And well, it the, was bizarre. The grandstand is what I saw. Bizarre because uh, normally- That's not what Fenway looks like. Normally there's some Yankee fans, but this time there are so many yeah. tickets available that the Yankees just gobbled them all up. Yankee fans grabbed them all and they came out strong and loud. And I know- uh, uh, Lou thinks the attendance is is pretty good, but uh, sure. But looks, most it, of the, it, it most reminded of the more me Yankee. It fans. reminded
1: me when I was living in the Bay Area when the Red Sox would come to town, I would go and see them play the A's or the Giants, and it it was it was exactly like going to the what was it the Coliseum as the A's stadium. Yes, when I would go, it was all Red Sox fans right. and no Oakland fans. It looked used to like be that, that way in Fenway. Tampa. I mean, I don't yeah. think it
0: is anymore, but it used to be that way in Tampa. Oh, yeah. Cause a lot of Red Sox fans would make like one road trip and they'd want to go down there or, or Toronto. Uh, but that was the weekend all the Yankee fans showed up, bought tickets and uh, supported their team and their team just, just crushed yeah. your Red Sox. Um, hate to see it, hate to see it, but, uh, we shall leave it there. Um, by the way, did we mention the, the mug, the Bug the Chug mug, on Friday or Thursday?
1: Uh, Did you say that? I can't remember if we talked about it or not, but it do, it is available on the store now. We, yes, uh, Carano and uh,
0: Intern, who who helped you with this, Well, Kram? I
1: put, I mean, Graham did uh, <clears throat> the, the design, but I, I Graham did the, the design,
0: Carano did the I don't want to give all work, the credit. And you can uh, check out the Bug the Chug mug, which uh, <laughs> I just wanted because of uh, the alliteration or the rhyme. People are buying it, so. The Bug the Chug, Chug mug is available along with Bug the Chug t-shirts. Yep. And you can find those where you got to go to our.
1: Just go to our link tree. It's link it's uh it's it's in our it's all of our profiles, our social profiles, and you'll be able to, and you'll see the store. It's very easy to get to when you get to that link tree. Excellent, excellent,
0: good job, Karana. Thank and, you, and good job, Graham. Thank you to everybody for uh, listening and watching and commenting and uh signing up for our our, our locals our, uh, our our community yeah on locals.com if you're uh, uh if you want to check that out just go to locals.com you can do it for free if you want but if you want uh, the friday the show. show and you want to support us and uh strike out uh, uh against cancel culture you can do that by uh signing up and subscribing to this show, to this community at Locals.com. All right, we shall leave it there. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show with Matt Carano. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning.